1: Now, 929 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest
2: columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't writing nothing. I ain't, I no, ain't. Anyway, no, I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award winning Jeff Calkins from The Daily Memphian and The Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm
3: good. On 929 FM ESPN. gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup, makeup. Cause I make you ugly. I can never drop square
1: on a rap, babe. Bubbles popping up before you know it. There's rubble in the we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say you better.
4: Wednesday. Uh, we have a thing So I i could Home, uh, fighting whatever it is, I'm fighting. Uh, and uh, Jeff, I uh, believe they refer to it as the good fight. The, I'm the good fight. Mm-hmm. I am fighting the good fight. I am um, fighting the good fight. And uh, but but want to be on with y'all. And uh, listen, if John Martin can wake up at 7:30 in Las Vegas, is that really is that? A it's where they're two hours ahead. Yeah, two hours behind. They are two hours behind, yes. They're Pacific. And behind. I've confirmed that John Martin is going to be on with us in the next segment from Las Vegas. So yeah, He can be on with us uh, from Las Vegas at 7.30 in the morning, uh, local time. I can certainly fight through uh, whatever it is I'm fighting through to be on, uh, at least for most of this show. Chris Harrington, straight up at 10 o'clock. And then Sam Hardiman joins the show. He would a piece up. Uh, yesterday at the Daily Marmian about some of this some some fallout from the uh, stadium transfer uh, as we anticipate next week that they'll actually vote for the stadium transfer of the Memphis City Council um and so we'll talk to Sam about that and other matters including do you realize Sam went to France and 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 saw to, to watch a soccer game did you know that Sam went to have, have you in your in your trips to Europe ever decided to go see world-class football
2: yes I went to uh AC Milan I went to an AC Milan match in Milan in, Milan, in San Siro and I was compared to say you know Auburn um it's a it's a it's definitely a you it doesn't have like the pageantry um the other I mean, thing is
4: there's, there's not the cheerleaders and the marching bands Yeah, It's not, it's not the stuff, production.
2: So. It's not the production that a college, no. a college game it, is.
4: You see on the right involving the, 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 the scoreboard, the video of Saban leading his team out, all that stuff. It's just, it's a, it's actually just a football game.
2: And the stadiums don't have like all the frills that, you know, the, the, right. that we have here. Like they're, I don't, even, I don't even think there was a jumbotron, if, if I recall. It's but I-
4: funny you should get, we're going to talk about stadiums a little bit, but I do wonder, how is it that in the United States, the whole game, or some would call it the scam, is stadiums, you know, sports teams needing new stadiums, needing new stadiums, or wanting new stadiums, or extorting cities for new stadiums, or however you want to phrase it, all the time for a new stadium that can increase the revenue streams because they have whatever has it happens to be the revenue increasing, whatever thing of the moment. You don't hear about that in Europe as much. I, Why I, is that?
2: I think it's simply because, uh, particularly professional sports in America, it's younger. And so, you know, if you try to move Chelsea out of London. <laughs> <laughs> right.
4: It just wouldn't happen. Correct. Exactly like, right. If you move there's AC no Milan out of it.
2: Milan, like, it's been there for 200 years. Like, what are you doing? Like, no. So they don't have that leverage you of, can't. we'll just yeah. keep moving, we'll keep moving, we'll keep moving. And also, in Europe, you know, land-wise, it's not as big. So there's not as many, you know... It's one thing about America, like, land-wise, we're massive, and so...
4: Yeah, but I think it's not... Like, you could move... If it, if if there was an ethic of moving, you could pick up AC Milan and move them to wherever. You know, freaking. Uh, anyway, we'll get in that. I also so think we'll the other
2: here. big part of it is ownership over there is not viewed as the same business that it is. Like it's becoming that. If you notice, like right. that was the whole point of the whole, you know, the Super League was you had now started out American sports owners that have gotten over there and they're like, hey, we can make some more TV money. Uh,
4: we're gonna have John Martin, and then. Chris Harrington and then Sam Hardiman on the show today. We're obviously going to talk about Draymond Green and uh, the Grizzlies play Houston tonight. uh, The first of uh, back-to-back games against Houston. Um, So we'll talk about that as well. But I actually wanted to start um, with some stadium news from two different places. um, And then a little bit of local stadium news as well. And um, the stadium news... There are are two things happening or two things in the last 24 hours that have happened that at least um, bear upon, um, if only by comparison, bear upon what is happening in Memphis. In Memphis, of course, we know the Grizzlies want uh, – it's been reported, we've reported, others have reported – that they – I think the number is $550 million for renovations of FedEx Forum. And um, and so far, anyway – um, they haven't been, they haven't been, no one's come up with a $550 million in renovations for FedEx forum. And so I wouldn't say there's an impasse. That's not a correct description, but there's certainly work to be done to get to the number, uh, that the Grizzlies would find, um, satisfactory to sign a new lease, um, to commit themselves to be here for another thirty years, and people sometimes ask, they say, "Why exactly? What's wrong with FedEx Forum? Why do we need whatever else?" And the answer is simply this: If you are signing a new lease to be somewhere for the next thirty years, it's not a question of is the place adequate, right? If you are if you are moving into a new uh, apartment and you got to sign a thirty year lease, you're evaluating. <sighs> Like, is this freaking cutting edge? Because I'm going to be here for 30 years, right? Like, you need you need an arena that you are presenting to the Grizzlies that persuades them to sign a 30-year lease. Um, I'm sure various people could take you through FedEx Forum and tell you all the ways that it doesn't live up to current standards in the league, but that's not really the point. The point is, what can you... Put in front of the Grizzlies that persuades them to sign a thirty-year lease. So that's where we are now with the Grizzlies, trying to come up with uh, with a you know a, a five hundred fifty million to get them to renovate FedEx Forum. In the meantime, we have we have um, in Oklahoma City, um, Oklahoma City just voted to build a new arena for the Thunder. For, wait for it, at least $900 million. At least $900 million. Now, of that, fifty million dollars will be supplied by the funder, but eight hundred and fifty, at least eight hundred fifty million. One of the objections to this deal, I think, but on the part of some is that there is not a cap on the number. I'm not I'm a little confused as to what that means, but maybe it'll be more than nine hundred and fifty million. But basically you're talking about eight hundred and fifty million dollars in public money in Oklahoma City to have a state-of-the-art arena. So that is happening in Oklahoma City. They are coming up with $850 million uh, to keep the Thunder in town, happy, all of that. They will actually sign a lease that keeps them in Oklahoma City through 2050. Not even 30 years, honestly. Um, But that's the situation in Oklahoma City. So you're like, well, damn, it's a good thing the Grizzlies don't have to build a whole new arena for 900 million dollars. they're just being asked to pay 550 million dollars uh, for renovations. But then you see in DC, this news is 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 breaking today. in DC, uh, Ted Leonis, Leon, who owns the, the capitals at Leonsis, who owns the capitals and the Wizards, he has announced that he has signed a non-binding, so we'll see, a non-binding agreement. To move those two teams to a new arena in Virginia, um, yanking them out of downtown D.C. Um, to go to Virginia, um, he had asked for six hundred million to renovate uh, the arena in downtown D.C. Uh, it was not forthcoming. Finally, in <laughs> at, the, at the at the at the last hour. Uh, knowing that the press conference was planned for him to announce the move to Virginia, DC says, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! We'll give you five hundred million of the six hundred million you want to renovate your arena in downtown DC." Now, again, the 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 deal that he has signed in Virginia is evidently non-binding, so we will see. It's possible that who knows something will come up to keep him in DC. But this is exactly what you're seeing can happen. He wanted $600 million, wasn't given it, wasn't given it, and finally then at the last minute when it looks like, oh, no, it's serious, he's leaving, uh, they come up with $500 million, which is too little and too late, it appears. And we can talk to Fishman about this next week, but I talked about it off the air this morning, and it is seen as a devastating blow for downtown D C. In fact, if you if you read the commentary on this particular stadium deal, it's amazing how similar it all sounds to Memphis. You know, there's story, there's sentences like, Leonis has for years complained about the surrounding area and the city's lack of investment and the deteriorating condition of downtown. You hear about crime downtown in D.C. You hear about people don't want to go downtown in D.C. You hear about, you know, downtown is being hollowed out in D.C. You hear about the impact of the pandemic in downtown D.C. and And so now you have... Exactly, and in fact, when we heard Sam Hardiman talk to Richard Smith about this, the fear in Memphis is what happens if you lose the Grizzlies from downtown? Because it's one of the things, that arena and, that, and, and the Grizzlies being downtown is one of the things that still brings the Grizzlies downtown. So there you have it. There you have two examples of, uh, that bear on, on what's happening in Memphis. Um, one... Uh, a city, small city like Memphis, um, desperate to keep its team, um, steps forward with a new nine hundred million dollar arena, eight hundred fifty million dollars of that public money because they deem it to be important to their future. Two, another city uh, with a hollowing out downtown, real problems with crime and everything in downtown, um, doesn't come up the money that uh that the owner wants to keep the arena to keep the team downtown and next thing you know they disappear now i tell you this not because i think there's you know i'm particularly you know worried about the grizzlies although i do think there's a lot of work to be done and not because i think that if you should the, the the city of memphis should operate out of fear um but um uh, to be clear I've said this a million times, I wish that owners of sports teams built their own arenas. I wish that owners of sports teams couldn't pit cities against each other to extract new arenas. Um, I am dubious about the economic value of arenas and sports teams. Indeed, in Oklahoma City, um, 20 economists signed a letter saying, don't do this, Oklahoma City, because it's not worth it. Oklahoma City decided. You know what? It's worth it. And it's worth it to us anyway. No, not in sheer economic dollars and cents terms, but in terms of um, in terms of, of of the reputation of the city, in terms of uh, creating momentum for the city, uh, they decided it was worth it. So, so I wish the system were not were not the way it is. But I live in the world where the system is the way that it is. I live in the real world, and in the real world, um, you have a choice. You can either pay up, or you can lose the team. What you can't do is expect to keep a team and not pay up. Period. So don't don't try to tell me that. Yeah, well, you know, uh, Robert Pera and the ownership group should build this all by themselves or should pay half of. They're not going to. That's not what's going to happen. You will either come up with the public money, or the team like it's happening in D.C. Now, mind you, there they're just moving to the suburbs, but it's a devastating blow to D.C. or well, the team leaves. That's the reality of sports in America. And um, and I think we, 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 we see two fine examples of that. What strikes you, Jeffrey, when you look at either Oklahoma City or D.C. Um, and those deals?
2: First, the first thing that strikes me is, you know, you can say what you want about Oklahoma City, but the ownership group is largely... Oklahoma City people. And, and I'm not saying that Robert Perra has ever made, um, you know, he has never really threatened to leave. It's always just been kind of a looming, but it's, it's never been. It's
4: just the reality that's there. Sure. No, no, no. Indeed, they've gone out of their way to not, uh, to not mention leaving because they think it feeds into an irrational fear that Memphians have. You know, the, the narrative from day one when they got here, that, oh, they'll be gone within five years. So they go out of the way not to bring up, but you're right. It's just, you don't have to say it, right? It's just the reality.
2: Uh, The other thing that really strikes me is I'm with you. I'm nowhere near like in a panic mode, like looking for a panic button. I will officially start looking for the panic button. If it seems to me likely the, yet again, the answer is going to be the Grizzlies are going to have to go to the state for more money. If they go to the state and can't get more money, well, that's when I start to hit the panic button. But we're we're a long way from that, and then in terms of the of the Leoncis deal, I do think it's important to note this is largely the same deal that Snyder had agreed to with the same area, uh, and that deal never went through. So, you know, uh, and the non-binding kind of makes it feel like this is a lot of you know, a lot of posturing and a lot of leverage plays. But at the same time. Leonsis has a deal now basically where they're basically going to give him all the land around the arena, the arena, he gets the, you know, he gets the landlord agreements and then the state's going to try to get the tax revenue. So, yeah,
4: it's an, it's an interesting, uh, it's an incredibly complicated deal. And, and right there, uh, you, you also, it'll have to be approved by the state of Virginia, correct the state of Virginia, the, 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 legislature there is largely democrat the uh governor is a republican it's a republican governor who's in favor of like it all has to be approved whatever else sam hardiman who we'll have on later is, is has been texting me throughout this and points out which is true that the funding of the oklahoma city deal is a sales tax on everybody and here's one thing uh, that that does set it apart they had a vote in among oklahoma Cityans. Cityans, Oklahoma cityites, Oklahoma people, uh, uh, the, the residents of Oklahoma city voted on this and voted to approve it. Um, and so that's what's happening there. There wasn't the, it wasn't the Oklahoma city council voted to do it. They had a vote that was put to the city and, and the people of Oklahoma city voted to, uh, to, to bump their sales tax. And that's what's happened. And that's what is funding it. We'll talk to Sam about those key differences and why that matters. Um, or whatever else I, I think though that you have this situation like my buddy Fishman was asking me today what's the point of the city coming of DC coming through with this last-minute 500 million dollar offer like how's how does that make sense strategically right and and I guess my point to him was it's just the way that cities operate you know like like they want to a it's not easy to find a lot of public money right Ah, uh, B. They have a lot of other needs in their city, and so that you want to play chicken, like you want to play chicken with them. And the problem with playing chicken is that you wake up one di- day, and the next thing you know, they're having a press conference in Virginia, right? And uh, and I'm not saying that will happen here, um, but it is one of the unspoken concerns. We'll just put it that way. That uh, by the way,
2: the- you were correct. It is Oklahoma Cityan. Oklahoma Cityan. So there you. go. Um, The other one, one last thing on this. Yeah, like I get it. It's it doesn't necessarily work like this. But if if this ends up going the wrong way, and you look back and you spent money on Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium, and you end up losing the Grizzlies, like that is going to be something that history looks back on so Uh, so miserably.
4: Now, in fairness, to be clear, and, and, oh, honestly, you wonder what the Tim Strickland administration will look like. Like they, they, they're, you know, but, but in fairness, um, um, the the way the state, legislature was written yeah, was the yes. They gave their money. Agreed. They didn't give them. They didn't give the money just to the Grizzlies, so right? But that's not how it's cut worse. Out, You couldn't cut out Simmons Bank Stadium. It's also true that you went and lobbied for both, like. Yeah, maybe from the very beginning this was botched. Um, we'll see. We'll hope it works out. Uh, there is Simmons Bank Stadium news, Simmons Bank Stadium news. A couple things in Sam's story, which you can read in the Daily Memphian. One is, um, you'll recall, uh, the vote on whether to transfer Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium to the University of Memphis was delayed. Was that last week? I lose track. Was it whatever it happened? Last week. I guess it was last week. Um and, and yeah, last work. week they, sounds they, right. They, <laughs> they needed they needed to figure out some details. One of the details well, wasn't the biggest detail. I think the biggest detail was what to do with the debt. But the the one of the details was hey, there are tenants: the AutoZone Liberty Bowl and the Southern Heritage Classic, and they wanted some assurance, some indeed some written assurance that um, that their deal would continue essentially as is under. Uh, when, when they were when they were striking the deal with the University of Memphis, as opposed to with the city, right? They want to. Right now, the city doesn't try to make any money off of uh, the Liberty Bowl or the Center Heritage Classic. It's a public service you provide the arena for them, et cetera. And so, um, and so, what Sam reported was that um, that the University of Memphis has sent um, has sent essentially a document saying that um, that they will continue to be allowed to use the stadium under essentially the same terms that they do right now. They have gotten some sort of written confirmation of those terms. We haven't heard about it from the Earhart or the Fred Jones side, but Laird Veach did represent that he has sent both of those entities written confirmation that they will be able to continue to play in Bank, in Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. And then secondly, Um, This is just a casual conversation. This is not particularly pointed or uh, doesn't suggest anything is imminent, but Doug Edwards, who's uh, uh, on the board, maybe chairman of the board for the University of Memphis now, um, he said already Big 12, folks from the Big 12 have expressed interest um, in what is happening at Memphis, have taken note of the renovations to the stadium, and again, that's... A long way from. Oh, we're in the Big Twelve. Um, it is clear, though. I, I don't. I continue to be somewhat pessimistic they will ever make the leap into whatever the, we're calling the Power Five now. But I will tell you this: if they didn't, uh, if they didn't uh, rehab Liberty, Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium, they had no shot. And so it's at least confirmation that, that uh, of course, it matters. Um, in these things, whether you're whether you're redoing the uh, stadium, and uh, and folks have already taken notice. Also, there was some discussion, and this was Laird making a presentation yesterday. Um, there was some discussion about one of the questions that was put to Laird was, "Hey, if the city is so eager to get rid of this stadium because it's basically a, a, a you know a, a, a money pit, why exactly?" Do we think it's a good idea to take on the stadium? And Laird basically said um, that, A, the renovations will change the dynamics there in terms of, 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 of our ability to keep it at a top level, all on that. And then secondly, there are things in the way you manage the stadium, whether it's advertising or whatever else, that will help them, they believe, generate more money off of the stadium that will make up for the fact that they have to pay the bills. Of the stadium, um, I don't know. Like, I, I still think that is a a, a question going forward. But um, it was interesting to hear all of that said. Any other thoughts on stadiums, Jeffrey, or should we move on to Draymond Green? Um,
2: yeah. I mean, in terms of of the Big Twelve, like, I guess the first question I have is, you know, if indeed we start to see this breakaway of you know, even the NCA with the conversation starter, you know, the the new subdivision. Like, is there just going to be a home for everybody that wants to play? Like, does does that open the door? Like, I, I don't know. I mean...
4: Yeah. The, 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 the quote from Doug Edwards was, I had an opportunity to talk to other athletic directors, particularly those in the Big Twelve." and they're all keenly aware of what we're doing, and they're all very interested in what we're doing. Nothing's ever easy, but we're going to get there, and it's going to end up being one of the things that will have an impact on our ability to participate in the next round of conference realignment. So that is the quote from Doug Edwards. I
2: know there's some people that fear like, oh, great, Memphis is just going to be used as leverage again for someone else, but like at a certain point, much like we talk about in sports where the, the values of sports franchises have gotten so high that there's only so many people that could buy them. And there's not, you know, not every billionaire wants to own a sports team, which makes no sense to me. But, again, that's their prerogative. Like, you are getting to a point where it's like if you want to move up, there's not a ton of other options. But you saw USF, I think, last week as well. They they finalized their plans for their stadium, their new on-campus stadium. And, I mean, it's it's just keeping up with the Joneses. Like, so I, I'm with you there.
4: Um all right, in terms of uh in terms of Draymond. Uh I don't know. I presume most who people Who could have been
2: Jeff. who could have ever foreseen this happening? He got a 5 game suspension.
4: Um Draymond, it was just such a weird. It was such a weird. Was it? Or was it
2: just move. was it just the same thing over and over and over he, and over and over and over and he, over and over. He, and
4: over, and over. He, he is he is he is Preparing to accept the ball, basically, in the post, right? Sort of he is jockeying for position. And then he does a sort of a 360 <laughs> spinorama. Uh, and,
2: Jeff, that's referred to as a spinaroonie. A spin-a-rooney, mm. Shout and out Booker T. Nurchis in the head. Yes. No, now, I mean, Nurchis' head
4: got in the way of his fist. Now, he said afterwards that he apologized <laughs> and that it was unintentional. Uh huh. Let me ask you this, because I really like. How intentional was it?
2: Uh, in like hundred <laughs> percent?
4: No, I. Here is what I, I. really think, if I'm being fair, which I w- not typically am, what he was doing was flailing. Right? He was flailing. He couldn't be certain that his head was that his hand was going to hit Nurkic He right had there. a pretty good he idea. Could, and there's only so many places that Yurkic's body could be. I think in the end you're responsible for it, right? Like in the end. Well, a, I mean there is a incredible history at this point um, of of this is the third time this year that he has uh been ejected from a game. And he literally did a spitaroony. Is that a wrestling move, the spitaroony?
2: Yeah, I mean the is a little bit different, but yes, it is a wrestling
4: move. He did a spitaroony. And he smacked Nurkic in the head, and Nurkic goes down, and go ahead and predict the... I don't think he's going to get... He got five for... Five for the, fighting. Five for the... And his Rudy fifth Gobert. suspension
2: got five games for fighting, yes.
4: chokehold. Predict this one. See, this one is not. This one looks less intentional. Yeah, the problem it's though choke is hold, right. It does look less intentional than the check hold, but it is after the choke hold.
2: So where do you? So it, oftentimes, I think when when Grizzlies fans immediately, anytime there's a league suspension, and they immediately go, "But what about Ja? What about Ja?" Oftentimes, I think
4: like, well, "Yeah, yeah, I'm not that interested in no, what about Ja." I, like, I know, but here, here's where I do think. Things. Here's
2: where I do think it actually applies this time. I contend part of the reason Jaw's suspension was significant this year is because they can spin it however they want. Jaw was brought in to the principal's office and they said, "Don't do this again." And he did it again 6 weeks later. I think they believed because remember all the language about the last suspension was repeat offender, past history, everything. Like it was the kind of like, "Don't do this again." And he did it again within what, 6 weeks? You could talk me into you could talk me into fifteen games.
4: I think. Listen, I would love that. Right? I mean, I I, I don't think he. Well, included. I would love half a season. He does not deserve the benefit of the doubt. Um, it's 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 insane at this point. I <laughs> mean, just look, look look at the highlight videos. There's another time to go back and just look at all the highlight videos of Draymond punching people, kicking them in the nuts, <laughs> yes. whatever else. It's ridiculous. Um, And so I would happily uh, see him suspended for 15 games. I think that would be great. I think the fact that you can make an this looks less intentional and more just like flailing. Well, Jeff, he is a professional. Than the last one. I'm not, I'm just telling, I'm predicting. This is not my my argument. I don't think he's going to get more than five.
2: I think it has to be more than five because the last one was five.
4: The last one was five, but the last one was very clearly intentional. I think they're going to deem this one unintentional.
2: I think it's the same thing, you know, in the, I think, I think you'll see the language he, you know, past history, everything. Like at a certain point, like if I think silver knows that he is, his being quote unquote, Mr. Players guy, like that's now becoming a problem. And like, that's the other thing that I just find so wildly ironic When you get all these Charmin soft players like Westbrook that are acting like fans in the way that they treat them are as like the biggest threat to an NBA player, you got Draymond Green on the floor with you. How are fans a bigger threat than he is? He's 6'8", 250, and will literally punch you in the nuts or the head. How is that a bigger threat than 5'9", 200-pound middle-aged guy?
4: Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, It will be interesting to see. It also feels like the Warriors, uh, the reign of the Warriors is over, doesn't it?
2: I think when we look back historically, we're going to realize that last title, like that was Was their, that was their, like their, you know, that's, you know, Jack Nicholas in 86, Tiger at the Masters in 2019. Like it was, it was a great, a great collection of players doing it one last time.
4: You also had last night, uh, Jokic was ejected. And that was unfortunate because it was a single. It was it was it wasn't really like he just said one thing to the refs. Yes, Um, and he was tossed, and he was in Chicago on Serbian Heritage Night. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, (laughs) Chicago has the largest Serbian. In in fairness,
2: this is the problem of when you have too many days, you can't keep up.
4: Uh, oh, you think it's the official right knew, uh, I guarantee it was Serbian they no idea Heritage night no i don't think the serb i don't think the official knew he was Serbian heritage night, but people I think should know that i don't know like the, the, yeah yeah uh, the, in the end, people come to see Jokic, right and, well, that's uh, the and larger if, this was, if this if he kept going at him and kept going at him and you teed him up once and he kept going at him yeah. and kept going at him and he teed him up again, then fine there's nothing you can do that's not what happened in this instance.
2: No, I'm I'm with you, and and like it is becoming a problem now, where you're trying to get, you know, you're trying to get more people in in the buildings, in the arenas to watch these. Like we we we're there to see Jokic. Yep.
4: Uh, all right, John Martin coming up next, then Chris Harrington, then Sam Hardiman. I will tell you, uh, I've been talking to you about Leaders Credit Union. Uh, what is Leaders Credit Union? Well, they offer full service banking, including checking, savings account, loans, mortgages, credit cards state-of-the-air technology, all of that. So why use Leaders Credit Union? Because it is a not-for-profit financial institution fully owned by its members and operating for their benefit. None of those things are things you can say about your bank. Your bank is not fully owned by its members, and your bank does not operate for your benefit. Every dollar uh, that Leaders Credit Union earns, they put back into the business as better rates for you uh, better technology for you. It's why they have more than 70,000 members across West Tennessee. Um, and right now, Leaders has created a special webpage just for 92.9 listeners. If you go to leaderscu.com slash ESPN, that's leaders and then letters CU. So leaderscu.com slash ESPN. Check them out to learn how they can champion your financial story. And if you use the promo code ESPN when you sign up, Leaders will waive your $25 membership fee. It is Leaders Credit Union. John Martin next it's Jeff Dawkins show, 92.9 FM ESPN.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
4: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: I'm Trista Crick
3: with
0: Becky UL. Thursday night football this week pits two very disappointing teams, the Chargers and the Raiders, against one another. Both teams are five and eight, and Vegas is a three-point favorite at home. How do you bet a game like this? Now that Justin Herbert is out for the season, you bet the under. The Raiders are nine and two to the under, while the Chargers are ten and one to the under in their last eleven. Hammer that under, folks. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat books and bet smarter with Becky UL. Download the BetMGM app today.
3: This holiday season, visit Boot Barn for top-quality gifts that pay tribute to the lasting heritage of the West.
4: From handcrafted cowboy boots and American-made felt hats to
3: hand-stitched leather jackets, our in-store experts will help guide you as you shop, assisting with boot fitting and providing complimentary hat shaping. This
4: holiday, share a piece of the American spirit. Boot Barn. Unwrap the West.
0: your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call one 866 Rizzy to learn more.
2: You ready to end the year with some money in your pocket?
3: We gossip covered at Gossip Mitsubishi's Mitsubishi Motors year-end sales event. Get to the pike for the award-winning 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander PHEV for 20 total range MPGE 299 a month. Get ready for your road trip in the 2024 Mitsubishi Outlander Sport. Buy for $27,000 or just $399 a month and cool has never been cooler than in a 2024 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross. We goss it at $30,700 or $499 a month. And no worries with Mitsubishi's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. So get to Gosset Mitsubishi today at 1870 Covington Pike. Gift wrapping available. You want it, we goss it. Shop online anytime at MemphisMitsubishi.com. If you want it, we goss it Gosset Motor cars. H E V P Z O six two three zero three M S R P forty four thousand three fifty five Sport R U W eleven thirty six M S R P twenty eight thousand Eclipse R Z O twelve zero fifty one M S R P thirty one thousand seven hundred includes all rebates and incentives P of six ninety five excludes tax title and license with a proof credit see dealer for complete details offer valid through end of the month dealer stock only.
4: Are you looking for a homeowners insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, business insurance? If so, this is Gary Parish reminding you to get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. That's Elizabeth Rook Insurance, a second generation local agency that's been owned and operated since nineteen eighty one. It is the home of the Erie Rate. What's the Erie Rate Lock? It's a way to lock in your auto rates indefinitely. So please get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. 867-SAVE, 867-7283
3: on the web, rookinsurance.com. Are you feeling the pinch of rising mortgage payments now that your COVID forbearance has come to an end? If it's more than you can financially handle, reach out to Jen Carstensen and Live Love Memphis at the Real Estate Agency today. They understand everyone's situation is unique and are here to help you explore your options to take advantage of the equity you've built. Before you sell to an investor, you owe it to yourself to make sure you're not giving the house away. Call them today at 901-652-5200 or email at
4: sold at livelovememphis.com. Make the season extraordinary when you shop the
2: spectacular holiday collection at Sissy's Log Cabin. From engagement rings to designer jewelry, you'll save on gifts everyone will love, all while enjoying the Sissy's promise of unmatched service and experience at any of our six locations or online at sissyslogcabin.com. Embrace the magic of the season only at Sissy's Log Cabin, official jeweler of the Memphis Grizzlies and the Memphis Tigers, because life's too short for ordinary jewelry. It's time to talk trash, Mid-South. This is Rick West with Waste Connections and Team Waste. Our Memphis and Collierville campuses are currently hiring CDL drivers, driver helpers, diesel mechanics, and PM techs. We offer competitive pay, great benefits, and at the end of each workday, you get to be home with your family. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers at wasteconnections.com and be a part of a great team. Connect your future with Waste Connections and Team Waste. Hey, it's Howie at Robert Owen Jewelers, and I've got great gift ideas for anybody's budget, like half carat, diamond studs only $399 free financing bigger brighter diamonds better prices Robert Irwin Jewelers five locations or online at rijewelers.com
4: if disaster strikes this holiday season, it's been cold it has been cold and when it's cold sometimes we get pipes bursting and if pipes burst what in the world do you do we had John Martin last year his pipes burst what do you do Call ServiceMaster by Cornerstone, of course. 901-RESPOND is the phone number for any of those sorts of disasters. Tree falling on your house, smoke damage, uh, pipes bursting, uh, whatever it is, uh, mold, that's another one. Service Master by Cornerstone will be there to help you out of your predicament. They've got a 24-hour phone line. Um, they work with every insurance company. They're locally owned. They're locally operated. And they have the resources and urgency. They send they send people all over the region uh, to help in time of disaster. They can certainly help you out of your own personal disaster. It's Service Master by Cornerstone. The phone number, once again, go ahead and lock it into your phone. 901-Respond.
0: Meet Cheryl. Hey. She's on vacation and lost in the moment. Unfortunately, so is her Chase debit card. <laughs> it's got to be somewhere. Maybe she lost it at Salsa Night. These skirts should have pockets. Or maybe she lost it at Pilates. Three and two and... But ah. she's not worried. With the Chase Mobile app, she can lock her card till it turns up. Tools that help protect. One bank that puts you in control. Visit Chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours.
3: Chase Mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data reads may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC.
1: Hey, this is Travis
4: Kelsey, NFL tight end and proud member of the Lowe's home team. Lowe's knows when you've got the best price, you've already won. That's why we offer the lowest price guarantee. If you find a better price online or in-store, we'll match it. Now you can score on the top brands from the Lowe's home team picks, like Scott's, LG, and DeWalt. So take on your projects with confidence. Lowe's is the exclusive home improvement retail partner of the NFL.
1: Price match applies the same item. Current price of qualifying retailers. Exclusions and terms apply. Learn how we'll match price at lowes.com slash price guarantee.
0: Get into the holiday spirit and listen to continuous Christmas music. 104.5 The River. For all the sounds of the season. From Mariah. Oh! To the holiday classics. It's the most. Plus, keep rocking around the Christmas tree no matter where you are with 104.5 The River on the free Odyssey app. Turning your home into a winter wonderland? Ask your smart speaker to play 104.5 The River. Enjoy the holiday season your way on the radio, on your smart speaker, and on the free Odyssey app.
3: Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner with expert custom and do it yourself framing since 1975. Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Hawkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Heights studios on 92.9 FM ESPN.
1: If your
4: house, contact Josh Heisba. And I mean that. Um, do you want a computer algorithm to determine the price of your home or a living, breathing expert right here in Memphis who can get you every dime that your house is worth? It's Josh Heisba and his team at Keller Williams Realty. Numbers 901-461-8147. 901-461-8147. If you Google, look at the Google reviews for Josh Heitza. There are more than 305-star reviews. And when you're selling your house, you want to get every dime. You want to get every dime. Josh offers flexible fees, no upfront costs. He'll let you out of the contract at any time, risk-free. And Josh can guarantee you a cash offer at full market value for your home as well. Once again, Josh Heitza, 901 901- 461-8147 or com. Joined now by John Martin from Las Vegas. John, every single day from 11 until 2. John was at the uh, Raiders game Sunday. Uh, a riveting affair that the Raiders lost 3-0. John, how was that? Uh, it was, you know, it was actually fun because... You know, it had just devolved into such uh, a disaster, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that you were just kind of like, there was intrigue. You know what I mean? Like, how is this game going to end? By the way, and I saw you on social media, you were sort of, this was a pinch you moment to be at this game, wasn't it? Like to be at this game in this stadium? Yes. Um, It was. And it, and it really didn't even occur to me. Like, obviously, when you walk in and you're going through the you know fan you know fan entrance and you see all the people you know that you know um, are wearing Raiders gear and you know I mean obviously in Memphis it's just such a different different thing altogether and um, you know you walk in and you know I was just I was so I was so anxious just to kind of get to my seat and just kind of. Um, settle in, that I didn't even really think about it until about, I don't know, maybe the third quarter, because I didn't have anything else to do. I mean, I was just contemplating, you know, it's not like I was watching touchdowns or anything, um, and, and, and so it, it did occur You didn't have the over, early. did you? Oh, God, no. Okay, I, fact, I, I just I kept Bikens. thinking about
2: all the people that were there and had the over. I was like, oh my God, that would be so miserable. No, I had How, my is is half, the stadium? Actually.
4: Is the stadium magnificent? Oh my God, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, it's just it's. I mean, it's two billion dollar. It's a two billion dollar venue. I mean, it's. It smells like it smells like money, and it looks all new and it's all modern and sleek and yeah, man. It's it's. uh, And I was just sitting there in that chair, so close to the field, just watching Josh Jacobs go to the locker room, and I'm just like, "I I can't believe this. I cannot believe that. I am here, and that I am able to be here, and that I could, I, I just couldn't, you know, it was crazy, and it was a, it was a very, uh, it was a very emotional and then, moment, and I totally you said that a 14-year-old, 14-year-old you would not believe that you, I think it's one of the things, honestly, that I think is endearing, like, you don't take it for granted that you have had the life that you've had, given the the, the way it started. I, it, I, I don't, and I know, like, maybe some people get tired of me saying it, but, You know, I I, I had I had a hard time coming up, man. You know, my mom did the best she could, but, you know, I I didn't I didn't grow up with any kind of, you know, institutional advantages. I didn't grow up with, you know, a mom or a dad that, you know, uh, had had been in the industry that I was trying to break into. I didn't have a blueprint at all. I didn't have a blueprint on on going to college. I didn't have a blueprint on getting a job. I didn't have a blueprint on on anything. I had to sort of, I had to learn all of this stuff on my own. Um, And that, and, 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 you know, I just, I, I'll like, I have this, I still struggle with this. I have this, when I do things like this, that's why I post about them. I feel like I don't deserve to be doing them. I feel like I don't belong. I feel like I, you know, like, I mean, we don't have the. Like, there's like a sort of it's called imposter syndrome. John, it's called imposter syndrome. Lots of people have yeah, it, there's, up, right. There's like a sense of guilt. You know, it's like, sh- should I be doing this? You know, am I going to be able to? You know, but that's that's how my brain was trained. You know, my brain was trained that we lived a certain type of way to where we couldn't do things like this. And now, thank God, you know, I, I've found some success in my career and in my life, and I can do things like this. But my brain still sort of goes back to that you know, that, that that first thinking, but man, it was uh it was a special, special thing. I'm going back on Thursday. I'm 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 praying that uh I see more than three points. Uh you know, and that is kind I of know, amazing. You familiar. finally go to a game in Las Vegas and they lose three in Las Vegas. I mean, Drew Hill told me that he went to a soccer match in that stadium and he saw more scoring than you witnessed. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, uh, kind, of uh, kind of amazing. Kind my of first incredible. Raiders game ever. Okay, it was in St. Louis in 2014. Uh, they lost 56 to nothing to Sean Hill. So you can't hurt me, man. Right. All right. Moving on. Uh, oh wait, where'd you go last night? Oh, I went to the uh, Sphere. I went to the Sphere last night. And the sphere is, it's an, actually an arena. It's a stadium, right? What's it like inside? It's, it's really overwhelming, honestly. Uh, I've, never, I've never felt like that before um, in anything, in a venue or anything like that. Uh, it's a lot. And that's, I'm 32 years old and in decent health. You know, I think about, like, the, oh, there's a lot of old people that I'm like, y'all should not be doing this. Like, Y'all need to be at home. <laughs> like, these stairs—I don't—I don't—I guess I don't understand. It's still just an arena. What? What? What is there not to be doing? That an old person? What? The, the what? stairs are very steep. Okay, you're very, very high up. Very tight quarters when you know in the aisles, um, and it's just not. Um, I mean, it's just—it's it, overwhelming. I mean, you—you're you, up there, and you—you you really feel. A sense of just how much, how gigantic this thing is. Um, I mean, it's not for the. If you're afraid of heights, I would not recommend the sphere. And I, I mean, you I want can to handle like, the game there, like if you're upstairs in the sphere, like you wouldn't. You know, we complain about being in the terrace level at FedEx Forum. Uh,
2: Jeff, I'd say it's more of a concert venue than it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I think of, I think they are maybe they will try to host sporting events, but think of it more as like oh, a massive
4: sorry. theater. I see. It's not constructed. It's it's not constructed to host a basketball game, right? Okay. Uh, they, they're, they're gonna right, have a UFC on. event here, though. They're going that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna have a UFC fight. Uh, since you've been out there in Las Vegas, the Memphis Tigers have added Nikwan Tomlin. Your thoughts? Well, I, I think it it absolutely it increases now. It's obviously an incredible development, and it's just absurd that Penny continues to do these things, um, you know, this late into the calendar. And the fact that this was a wham, bam, thank you, man, grand opening, grand closing. He didn't even visit anywhere else. It was Memphis, 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 and it was over. Um, so I think it's an incredible testament to Penny Hardaway's ability for a guy that was, you know, coveted by Purdue and Kansas, et cetera that he could get this done as quickly as he got it done. Um, I mean, I think it's a testament to his recruiting ability that, you know, we probably, we, we probably as, as much as we praise him for recruiting, we still probably don't where, do it where enough. Where does this one rank? Like, if you're going to say Penny's recruiting coups, yeah, I don't think he put Wiseman at the top because he was going to get Wiseman, right? Mm, so mm-hmm. where, where do you, if you were to rank, like, Kendrick was pretty, pretty damn good, right? I think Kendrick was probably number one. How about um, Jalen Duran and like late? You know, Jalen Duran definitely is probably number two. I would say Preschuchua probably three because you know that one was not like an automatic. You know, and he was he was a five star. He was a stud. I would say Tomlin four, and it's ridiculous. Okay, so what does this do? Well, what so it, it does th- do is it, it it does two things. It does two things. It greatly improves Memphis. It greatly um, enhances their front court and gives them a guy that is a much more natural fit for what they do. Who's going to be able to screen and roll with Javon Quinterly. Who's going to be able to block shots. Going to be able to finish above the rim. Which is really, what they don't have for the most part right now. Um, and it's just going to be. A, it's going to give Penny a guy that you know he can absolutely trust in big game situations because he's been there and he's done that to produce. That's the first thing. Second thing is, along with that, gonna accompany that, increased expectations. Um, th- this roster is loaded. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of the best in America. You have a point guard who's super solid and clearly, who's getting better, and fighting his role. You have an all-American caliber player in David Jones, who's uh, efficient and killing it. You have, Caleb Mills is a former AAC Player of the Year preseason. Who's, who's also like doing his job and being like really reliable um, and pitching in. And now you have Kansas State's best player playing for you. <laughs> so there are no, there is no place to hide. There is no um, room for you know letdown. I mean, this is a Sweet Sixteen. This has to be okay. Let me let me. This has to be a second weekend team now. So, you don't think this is like, oh, this makes it possible for them to be a second weekend team? No. No, that this, was before this, they added it. What him. this does is this moves the floor to second weekend team. The acceptable floor. I, think, I, I I think, I think, I mean, to me, it's a little bit like, it's like this is DeAndre Williams. You know, like this is sort of, it's maybe he's not as good it's as the other way. You're going to have to put this together on the fly. Well, on the other yeah. hand, you know, you get past these next few games and you'll have a whole, uh, conference season to figure it out. You know, like you got a lot of, yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, it's, you know, again, I, and I think Penny would welcome that by the way. Uh, I think Penny would welcome those expectations. Um, but you know, now the job is to, is to meet them. Um, this is not like a free swing, Okay, this is not like, oh, man, this is nice. Let's just kind of see what happens. No, I mean, now it's, you know, look, to to pitch credit, like he's doing, he's checking boxes now. You know, he's gotten top 25 road wins this year. He's navigating this very difficult schedule pretty damn well. I think you would say what what their record is right now is probably like the best case in terms of what you would have uh, said before the season started. Yeah, I think before the season started, you would have said they would have beaten Ole Miss, uh, but lost to Texas A and M, right? And you would have been fine with that. Like if it had been this, if you'd been seven and two, and you'd put a win over Ole Miss in there and a loss to Texas A and M, you'd say that's very good. Um, as it As it happens, they 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 lost Ole Miss, you know, a a pretty pesky uh, Ole Miss team that's been very good, and um, and obviously was at Ole Miss. Um, and then they beat A and M. What, by the way, did you? It was interesting. Like, I think the three guys you mentioned. I sort of think about who do you feel like you can count on and trust right now on that team, right? And Quinterly is obviously maybe the the one I trust the most because David Jones, like he can go off, but I, but I, it, it's Quinterly, it's David Jones, and it's Caleb Mills. Those three I trust, and the rest you hope you get. What, given the day, right? Whatever day mm-hmm. you might get, what? No, I was agree. I was agree. Yeah, I mean, Jordan, you can. I think you can trust Jordan. Yeah, I think mean, I think, I think, I think Jordan is is, right? is a guy that I can definitely lean on for production. Absolutely. I mean, Dandridge, I know is going to give me something. Yeah, I don't know how much of it I'm going to get, but he's going to give me something. Um, you know, and then, you know, yeah, I think past that, it's like sort of a, a grab bag, but. You know, again, now, now you're adding another – Tomlin is going to be a guy that you can count on. I mean, so so add him to the mix. You know, that's, that's what that does. I mean, Memphis is freaking deep, man. Memphis is a deep team. Memphis is a really good team. Um, and he doesn't, and it's not care like, about, he doesn't care about raising expectations. He wants to raise expectations. That's oh, the whole oh, point. Of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. Of course. Uh, but just, but just you, know, you know, sometimes coaches will, you know, limit expectations if they don't – but that's only if they don't reach them. You know, um, but but I think Penny understands that. And and again, I if you're a college basketball coach, uh, you would certainly rather have expectations for your program than the alternative. Um, because if you if you, if you have the alternative, you you're not going to last very long. So yes, I, but but that is what comes with Naquan Thomas. He's not Jordan Brown, though. You know, he's not a guy that's going to be super high usage. and He's not going to expect to be having the ball on the post. I mean, he can do that, but again, he's going to be able to you know function in the you know normal framework and fluidity of the offense you know it's going to be very like he's used to, he played with Marquise Noel last year bro right. i mean he's used to being in a guard first offense so th- it's going to be perfect for him all right um because you're in Las Vegas set the over under for Draymond Green's suspension uh i would say um I would say nine and a half. Really? Yeah, I mean, it, to me, it's like, we got to send the message, bro. This guy's out of control. Like He's totally out of control. He's totally yeah, I mean, out of control. It is amazing I mean, to watch just, how, at the presser afterwards, he looks so indignant and so, you know, like... Well, I was I was totally unintentional, man. I wouldn't have apologized. You know me well enough to know that if I had meant to hit him, that I wouldn't be apologizing for something if i if I had meant to do it. Um, it's just I, I, it's just kind of amazing. But I I don't I think, I think that's I, just, I think that's honestly I think his attitude is a obviously it's the it's the it's the behavior you know like the the action, but also think it's like like he just he just is like. Uh, I, 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 mean, I mean, he is unrepentant. Yeah, yeah is I mean, Invictus is right. It's like I, I'm, you know, we just we're supposed to just accept that, right? We're supposed to just accept that Draymond didn't mean to hit him, and therefore, you know, uh, it should be. I'm it should be take the under. I'm taking the under because I think they're going to say, "Oh, it was not completely clear that it was intentional. He was flailing and he hit him." But I think I'll take the under. I I, I would love it. I want it to be over. I want it to be twenty, right? I don't think it'll be that long, but yeah. 15, 10, 10. You think it'll be 10? I think it'll be 10. Double the last one. Pretty easy. God. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. All right, John, when do you you come back? You're there again. You see another game. They play Thursday night? Uh, Yeah. So um, um, the game is there. I could have come back Friday, but I'd rather I, I wanted to just do the show on Friday. So I'll be back Saturday. All right. Safe travels. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Okay, buddy. Thanks. John Martin out there in Las Vegas. Uh, Chris Harrington coming up next. He'll talk about uh, the Grizzlies game against Houston tonight and more in the NBA. We'll get his thoughts on Draymond Green as well. Before that, I will remind you, I said this earlier this week, I, was, I went to a wedding that may be where I picked up this ridiculous cold I have. I went to a wedding this weekend, and uh, it was my brother's second wedding. And I see Ben, and what is he wearing? He's wearing literally the coat that I get, Peter Millar quilted jacket that I gave him last Christmas from Oak Hall. You know how I'm happy that makes you when when you can see the gift you gave. That's someone. like the
2: <laughs> ultimate when you give a gift. That's the ultimate feeling. Again, in yeah. a random moment, you're like, oh, you like. It's not like you're wearing it for me. You're wearing it because like that's He's what you like, wanted to that's wear.
4: Right? He came. He came over and, and met us for breakfast the day of his wedding. And that's what he was wearing. And it's like, I hit it. I hit. You know, that's a, that's a hit. And, and, and you want, like, the, the moment when, when you're doing your holiday shopping here.
3: The- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.